Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, everyone, for joining tonight. And yes, we are coming to you live via the Internet Radio TalkShoe.com server. And I am the host, Sage, the page poet. That is my signature. And I'm back on another terrific Tuesday. And it is the last day for the month of March. March the 31st. It is now 8.04 PM. I want to welcome everyone. Thank you for joining me on the air tonight. And don't forget, this is a community call broadcast. So you can call in and this is the information that is what you must have to participate. If you're calling in, you need to dial 867-292-3066. I repeat, 867-292-3066. 3066. And the show has an ID number. That ID number is a six digit number. So what I'm going to do is give you some time to go and you can either use a pen or pencil, even a crayon, or if you have your notebook or if you have your uh, digital pad, you want to write the information down or just key the information in. Here's the show's ID number. Again, it is a six digit number. That number is 133193. I repeat, 133193. Yes, talkshoe.com. If you are live on the air, thank you for joining me. If you are not, I am welcoming you to join me tonight. We have a lot of territory to cover, a lot of territory to cover. There are so many things we need to talk about tonight. But first things first, and this is a fact, we need to cover our broadcast topic and I don't want anyone to get sidetracked because I know I won't be sidetracked this is episode 302 and for episode 302 our topic for tonight is knowing your enemy is coronavirus proactive actions to combat and defeat it are imperative Here is the focus for tonight. I know a lot of times we focus a lot on what the problem is, but we are going to be proactive with tonight's broadcast and we're gonna focus on recovery 
post a global pandemic. We're looking at the end of this. We're looking at this being over and not later, but more sooner than later. So there are some keys. There are some key principles. There, there are some prevention practices that you and I should initiate and we should perform these preventive practices daily. We need to do this daily as for prevention to ensure a healthy, yes, we need a healthy immune system. If our immune system is healthy, our immune system can combat the coronavirus and any other virus. And I know that's probably a bit startling to say right about now when there are just so many people that are sick with the virus that it, you know, we haven't been hearing about people getting better. We've been hearing about people dying. Well, let me explain about the power of persuasion. Number one, if I only tell you bad reports, you will psychologically, your mind will psychologically be altered in the way of expectation that any and everything I will tell you and everything that will be told is going to be negative. Well, I want to discontinue your thought processing in that order. I want to help your mind to reboot. So tonight's broadcast is one to help you to reboot your thinking. Here is the focus. And let me revamp or revise the topic. Knowing your enemy, that is a subject. Knowing your enemy is coronavirus, proactive actions to combat and defeat it are imperative. That is a statement and a fact. However, the topic for tonight's show, episode 302, 302 of the Exceptional Scribble Show is, knowing your enemy is coronavirus, proactive actions to come, I'm sorry, I'm reading the, <laughs> let me repeat revised copy topic here we go let me count to three let me get my mind back on track one two three here we go topic focusing on recovery post a global pandemic so what i'm doing now is it's kind of like a meditation exercise i'm helping you to reboot your mind or reset your mind. We're going to engage you in a mindfulness practice. Yes, if you can close your eyes at this time, please do, but do not let go of the voice that is speaking now. The words that I am telling you will change you for the better. We will be focusing on recovery post a global pandemic. Today it's coronavirus or COVID-19. Tomorrow it may be something completely different. A global pandemic 
varies, just like each day is not the same. So what's important is focusing on recovery. Repeat after me. I will focus on recovery. One more time. I will focus on recovery. One last time. I will focus on recovery. And thank you. I want to encourage everyone tuning in tonight. And I'm going to share with you some stories and reports that are validated ones. And these stories and reports are real, actual testimonials, okay, of recovering persons. There are those that are recovering coronavirus or COVID-19. And what they have to tell you will help you. And let's, let's be concrete with saying this. Yes, there are increasing numbers. And that is because the social distancing has not been adhered to in every place. We need to really take the government mandate to heart. It is imperative that we reinforce social distancing as a daily practice. Even if you live in the same house, I know it's a challenge. I do not live alone. You have to keep in mind that saving one life is saving your own. By you exercising the prevention, social distancing practice daily, you are saving someone else's life as well as your own. And you may have been exposed and just aren't showing any symptoms. You can be asymptomatic. And in that regard, you have it, but you're just not showing symptoms yet. And some, it, it, they never show symptoms. You're, it happens. I cannot give you a reason why. That is nature and I do not govern her. I cannot say to nature, this is how it should be and this is the way it should go for everybody. And also divine intervention is also something we have to acknowledge during this time. We have angels assigned to us. I know some people find it hard to believe in the paranormal, extraterrestrial, celestial beings on earth. Some don't wanna accept that reality, but yes, there are angels that are assigned to heal the planet, heal us as well. There are some that protect what's in the water, the marine life. There are some that protect, yes, the forests, the trees, the grass, the plant life. There are some that are assigned to protect 
the mountains. Some that are assigned to protect so many different aspects of creation here, as well as there are those assigned to each and every one of us from birth. We have them. They are on their assignment and they are diligently fulfilling it even when we're not praying. Do you know that? They have a job and they are carrying it out. So I wanna say to everyone, let's also keep in mind to give thanks for them. And then we have those that are the angels in earth suits, our earth angels. We have, yes, our first responders. Yay! Woo, woo, woo. We wanna give thanks to you. We want you to know we thank you for all that you do. We don't want to take what you do for granted. You have helped us on so many occasions, 9-11 and now this. And you're still, many of you, putting your life on the line because you care about humanity and it matters to you that lives are saved and there's not only fatalities during this critical global pandemic. And during this time, which has been declared the rapid growth phase, social distancing really has to happen. I mean, we cannot afford to not carry out the social distancing mandate. Keep that in mind, everyone. I mean, this is serious business. And so I thought it was only correct that I should do tonight's show and really, really focus in on things that must be done. I mean, there's just some key things that we're not doing that we need to do. And I wanna encourage everyone, check on your loved ones, check on your seniors, check on your family, your animals, make sure that they're secure. Um, there was a case or two cases. There are animals that now are testing positive for having the coronavirus. So what we cannot do is take things lightly. What we cannot do is say, hmm, I know what they're saying. I hear the news. I'm Staying up to date with reports. I'm even on the shortwave radio hearing the underground uh, reporters giving reports and those that are, you know, in the Pentagon, those that work within the CDC. So I'm getting a lot of key vital facts pertaining to the spreading of coronavirus or COVID-19. I'm getting a lot of this information firsthand, hot off the press. Well, let me explain. That's all well and good, but what are you doing about it? Are you making sure that your body's defenses are intact? When was the last time you evaluated your own health. Look at your tongue, the roof of your mouth. Do you do 
mouth rinses with peroxide, little salt, and I would recommend Himalayan salt or sea salt and warm water in the morning. Do you rinse your mouth out with vinegar once a day? Like two tablespoons of distilled vinegar and then the rest can be water in a cup or just the vinegar itself. Do you do those things to kill bacteria and germs? Whether they be a virus of a virus origin or not, we have to know how to sterilize our cells. Good hygiene is important. There's a certain method for washing hands. You could also go the surgeon method, which is from the elbow down, all fingers, thumbs, all in between, front and back, both sides of the arm, scrub, 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 and lather up, and then rinse off. Listen, we've got to do things the thorough way. A lot of us were taught how to do it the right way, but we strayed when we got grown, when we grew up, when we left our parents' homes, when we're not around grandmoms. We allow the bad habits and disallow ourselves from doing what we know is best for us. So I'm just on the air tonight because I care. And I'm not being paid one copper penny for telling the truth. And I refuse to tell you a lie, but people are recovering. And I'm gonna share some good news with you in one moment. What is the recovery time for the coronavirus disease? And that information is key. What is the recovery time? And I'm gonna give you straight from where you need to get it. I'm giving you this information straight, everyone. This is facts. These are all facts and we need to know the facts. What is the recovery time for the coronavirus disease or COVID-19, which I've been trying to convince myself that coronavirus and COVID-19 are the same? I don't know why I just had this gut instinct that these are two different viruses and somehow they are combining. Exactly, symbiotic, something's going on. This is germ warfare, people. A lot of times we're not, now, symbiotic means involving interaction between two different organisms living in close physical association. So that means we're not fighting against just one, we're fighting against two. And that download, I'm not gonna reveal the source, but I have access, that's all I'm gonna say. Now, what is the recovery time for the coronavirus disease? Using available preliminary data, the median time from onset to clinical recovery for mild cases is approximately two 
weeks and is three to six weeks for patients with severe or critical disease. And we'll get back to that, but I just wanted to share just a little information about recovery time because we spend so much time focusing on the disease, but not enough time focusing on recovering from it and what that all entails. So that's what tonight, that's what I'm dedicating the first two hours of the show to. And I'm not gonna talk about anything else because this is serious business here. The numbers are increasing across the states in America. Certain states now are experiencing a lockdown. Uh, social distancing is taking place on the East Coast. It doesn't matter whether you're in New Jersey, Delaware, New York City, Philadelphia, surrounding counties, the state of PA. We have received a mandate from the governor here in Pennsylvania. We have to stay indoors. We can only come outside if it's an emergency. And um, they are literally monitoring the streets. They have the National Guard um, patrolling along with the police. Uh, any type of a public social gathering is outlawed. You cannot group together and walk the streets now. And they are expecting you to know this. So if you are found violating the code of social distancing, you will be fined. They are fining you anywhere from $100 to $300, depending on location and depending on what it is that you did. So I'm putting the information out there because I know a lot of people don't know and some people care to know because I know I would be concerned if I'm walking and then all of a sudden the police are telling me that I'm receiving a citation and I'm just walking about and I have my friend and we're walking together in close range distance, but we're not six feet apart. So I just want people to know this is very serious. Don't take this lightly. And yes, this is a setup. Someone was saying to me, this is, it feels like it's a setup. Well, first, let me give you the call in number. It's 867-292-3066. I repeat, 867-292-3066. And the show's ID number is a six digit number. That number is 133. 193. I repeat 133 193. And if you would like to join, you can press one. You will hear um, a request for a PIN number. You are entering the call as a guest, so you would press one. And after which, you will hear a voice prompt let you know that you may now join the call. And again, I am your host, Sage, the page poet. That is my signature for tonight, again, for the topic, because I don't want anybody calling in not knowing what we're talking about. This is a two-hour forum discussion. We're going to be discussing, focusing, this is the topic now, focusing on recovery, focusing on recovery, post a global pandemic, focusing on recovery. And the focus will be how to beat the odds, how to beat the odds of having COVID-19 
focusing on the cure, focusing on the cure. So I wanna thank everyone for calling in. For those who have joined me in the chat room, welcome. For those that are on the call, welcome. And if you're on the call, please identify yourself. Welcome, give your name. Oh, uh, uh, welcome, Skysky. Yeah. And Skysky, I'm welcome. glad that you called as well. How mm. are things? How are things on the island at this time? Um, pertaining to the the, the virus. Yes. Yes. Mm, I think we have 22 confirmed cases here. Oh, okay. But Which is consider considerably low as for world uh, numbers at this time. Mm -hmm. We still have our ports open. Um, I, I don't oh. think the hotels are yeah, the hotels are not accepting any, any debt. Um, you know, it's it's basically a self quarantine issue. Oh, okay. But, I could I could certainly understand and, and, and cannot join any rhetoric with anybody at this time who would want to do any kind of social um inter intermingling. I think that's stupid and they deserve to get fired. Okay. Thank you for that input as well. And that's, I'm that's I'm happy I'm happy to hear someone saying that because there's a um undercurrent right now in the community where a lot of people are already, first of all, they're disturbed because it's not business as usual. Businesses are closed, a lot of them, unless they're classified as an essential business. So you have a lot of the everyday working class people and then some that are children, they can't go to school. So right now they're a bit disgruntled and we have unfortunately our seniors in high school that are not going to be mm -hmm. able to finish out their senior year engaging in the senior year festivities as were planned last year. So I can't well, imagine what that's, that's like for them. So, you know, with that being said, we have some that are rebelling right now, unfortunately, but, you know. Either death or that. It's a no-brainer to, to me or anybody okay. who likes their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd rather live than go to any damn graduation. That's foolishness, man. Mm. Foolish, foolish. You're tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't agree? And, uh, I agree with you. I, I really agree with you. And I just got word... Um, there was a uh, choir of 65 people and they're locals from Washington, D.C. And they all had a choir meeting, I guess it was. And um, what happened was in result, 45 people ended up infected. Now this is 45 out of 65 people that met and two of the people are dead. And uh, people were really dis disturbed by the news because they said, well, didn't they hear about the social distancing mandate? How could they uh, gather knowing that this virus is now at what's called, or what's called the rapid growth phase of it? 
And then, and so, yeah. I mean, they're, they're no longer a part of the solution. They're part of the problem. Right. Because they could have utilized common sense. But since they want to play play some some, some role that I, I can't I can't even grasp human being. If, if if that's that what they want, well, so be it, man. I mean, it's 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 a sad, sad state of affairs because now you have all these funerals. Family members want to have a funeral, and you know when you have a funeral, you want to invite people to come, but they may have to have a very private, small in-house funeral just amongst the immediate family now because of the social distance mandate. Do, do it on the Facebook or, or do it live on the media, man, instead of, you know, people got to utilize common sense, man. You could, yeah, you I could, mean, you, it's you know, changing everything. Crazy, man. You know? Yeah, and the social mandate, the thing about it is some people are getting misinformation um, like I heard today, they said the president now is telling people to wear a mask when you go outside where before it was, oh, you don't need to wear a mask. And then there's, um, you know, the doctor that's been assigned. I'm not going to try to say his name because it's one of those names a little challenging for me to pronounce. But um, he's a male and he's a part of the um, task force for this um coronavirus or COVID-19 uh, representing our nation task force. But now he's saying, you know, that yes, if you're gonna make contact with someone that could possibly have it. So if you're outside and you have to be, um, it would make sense to wear one. I mean, it's, it's just, there's a lot of mixed messaging happening. So I would tell anyone you got to be safe. It's rather to be safe than sorry. If you have your mask, please wear one. And they're telling people if you don't have a mask, wear a bandana around your mm. nose and mouth. You got to make sure it covers both the nose and the mouth, though. A lot of people have been wearing the one mask that only covers your mouth. Um, you're still breathing it in and how it enters into your system is through inhaling as you're breathing through your nose, the nostrils. So it is very important yeah. to cover your nose. I know yeah. it's a little early this dialogue, and you you just you just only begun. But I would like to touch a little on, on the, the fact that the five five G systems are so so equal to, to to the coronavirus, and and they're oh okay. This is a five five G network. We, we've seen yes. We've seen been killing the bugs and the bees. I kind of have a kind of land. Yet still, mm -hmm. they say the symptoms of this this type of radiation, and and it has this very same symptoms as as this coronavirus. So they're saying it's 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 um something that's linked. I keep seeing this. I saw patent for the coronavirus. That is a patent thing that that somebody released on humanity for their mm -hmm. own. Selfish ideals, at, um, you know, right. population. We, we all, we all, we all had for. We all were, you know, being told to embrace like nature and live enzymes and and lay off of the fast food and and mm -hmm. you know, stop for yourself because they don't tell you that ninety eight percent of the cases are are actually healed. 
and, and the ones that do perish are, are, are a result of um, complications. They right. Don't, they, don't say that. They, don't, they don't say the amount of people who get this thing and, and, are, and now are healed up from, you know, healthy, mm-hmm. but, you know. But if, if you're sick and you don't take care of yourself, and even the common cold will, will, will put you down for a long time, you know, coming across like this, the highest form of a flu. But you and I both know that we go and, when we have a flu and we don't and drink our water and our tea and, and, and recover. You know, that's what our body naturally does. Since everybody's so faithless and going against this faith, against faith, and, and now stress will cause them to worry about something that you do not need to worry about. And instead of mm-hmm. people embracing this time, I know change is hard for most people, but now is the time for you to start to take care of yourself. You have time to be with your children. They're not in school. You could, you could, you could mm-hmm. be with your kids and your wife, and you're in a close proximity. You get to know one another. But, but look, how, look, how, look how humanity helps um, for, for the parking part of life. They feel like okay, we have a little disagreement. Let me leave the house and leave my family. Mm-hmm. They have no choice but to stay. So it's time for everybody to man up and, and, and acknowledge that what they thought was a great idea is really not better. Their, their, their money can burn. You could burn up your damn money that you were so long to acquire. And look how a simple thing like this, everybody mm-hmm. crazy, stressing out. Don't buy some good food, nice natural drinks and yeah. and stuff. The little time you get home, your hair gonna grow nice and long. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get healthy. Take your vitamins. Do a little exercise. Watch some movies, man. Enjoy your family, man. Make a cake and. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. That's good. That's good. We need to say these things. We need to have wholesome dialogue because at this time, a lot of people are feeling despondent. Um, they feel like. They're caged in. They don't feel secure as though um, it's a safe haven. You know, a lot of people, because you're seeing the military now patrolling and walking the streets and it's giving people an an eerie, uncanny um, feeling. They're feeling anxiety. And when you feel like you are not safe, then your mind is not going to function in a healthy order of thinking. So you got to get your mind back in in a stable state. So that's why we're doing the show tonight because it's a way of uh, mindfulness, number one, and uh, rebooting the mind, resetting our minds to think on recovery not death toll numbers are high, but recovery. Because it's a known fact, if you meditate on anything, anything that you spend five minutes, 10 minutes or or more than that on thinking of, you've meditated on it and you've allowed that thing to become what you choose to, to, to own, to have onus of doing, um, saying, becoming, you literally invite it to become a part of your life. So what I'm suggesting everyone to do along with me, I'm doing it too, 
is to start thinking recovery thoughts. How to recover. If I am infected, what should I know so that my body's immune system is strong enough to fight it? Because they're saying if your immune system is strong and, and your body is healthy, then you're going to recover from it. So we need to know those things. Mm-hmm. And then eight percent chance of recovery, man. You know, even if somebody mm-hmm. gets it, just carry this, man. You know. Yeah. And one of the things I want to share with everyone: there's been um, a report in, I know the New York Times mentioned about it, and what doctors are starting to plan to do as a way of treating patients that have coronavirus is they're going to be having donors who survived the virus to donate blood plasma. And what they're saying is the antibodies from the survivor's blood plasma will in turn fight the virus for those patients that have it if their immune system isn't seemingly strong enough to fight it on its own. If you're quarantined, how is that going to be? Well, I think what they're doing is, see, these are patients, apparently patients who have recovered that are still in hospital care. So they're able to, once they are recovered, to request them back where they can do, you know, have the plasma taken from their blood and then the process begins for those patients that need that donation of plasma. So, I mean, it's going to be, you know, monitored, well monitored by the medical experts. But I just think at least this is a smart way instead of medicine, um, which will have side effects. I did hear they're um, starting to use the malaria drug. There was a drug that was used to treat malaria in Africa when malaria was, I mean, it was really high as for spreading in numbers. Um, And that drug proved to be effective. And so they've been using that. Also, um, I'm sorry, what was that? Um, Effective in in what regard? In in pain, ease ease of breathing or, or what? Um, effective in uh, treating whatever the condition is that that patient is suffering from. If they have, um, more than likely, it would be respiratory because it seems that this is something you inhale in and it impacts your respiratory system first. Um, You start to have symptoms. You have a fever, that's letting you know you're infected, period. If you have a fever, then something's wrong. And for people to know, don't just take Tylenol, don't take over-counter medicine. Try to start taking natural herbs because they go to the root of the problem to literally detox your, or, your organs. Because if your kidneys and your lungs are functioning well, your body will be able to flush it out. And you do need to keep yourself hydrated. And that was said um, early on, which I was very happy about. They have medical experts telling people, you have to drink fluids, drink more fluids, especially water. Not enough people who ended up infected were drinking enough. 
And when your body's hydration is low, your electrolytes are not going to be balanced as they should be. A lot of things happen to us physically that make us vulnerable to a virus. Wrecking havoc in our this, this platform is a good way that people who are, who are so complaining about being in their house that they could start to hydrate themselves if they never did before and mm-hmm. listen well, mm-hmm. take the extra precaution. Also, um, a friend of mine was mentioning to me, which made a lot of sense. We are proceeding into, for the faith-based communities, those holidays, uh, Passover, different holidays, Cedar. A lot of holidays are going on in April, the first week. So in a sense, um, yeah, those that celebrate Easter, we have a lot of them that are happening all during this time. We have Holy Week in general. So this is a time of consecration. So a lot of people are saying they can really consecrate better now with the social distancing because they don't have to be at work doing secular activities and then transition within a few hours to be in their holy sacrament services. So it kind of gives them more time from from a spiritual perspective to engage in consecration for those sacred rite ceremonies that they're gonna engage in. So, I mean, you know, you gotta look at it in all aspects. You know, in life, you gotta take the bitter with the sweet. And it's also, this is a time where you can use to kind of assess your life, a time of reflection and look over, okay, where am I right now in my life? As for plans, goals, where do I need to grow to? Where do I need to be? And how am I progressing towards those goals that I set and need to achieve or complete? So, I mean, you know, we got work to do. So this is definitely not a time to fall into bad habits. This is not a time for those that have these vices or substance abuse. This is a time for you to work on you and uh, really get healthy. You know, this is a time you can spend more time on the things that are essential and necessary. Get healthier. Um, If that means your workout regimen, you know, get that more standard, something that you're doing on a day-to-day basis, get back on track. You know, it's the time to get back on track. Um, Ready. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm I'm sorry. I need to interrupt you. You were mentioning something, though. Yeah, because I, I wanted to to at least have a few, a little bit, maybe toward the end where we can speak about the, the, the ginger and garlic and all the different herbs. Oh, yeah. We, we're going to go right into that really soon because that's all about health. And health right. is all about recovery. 
So we're definitely going to get into that real, real soon. Now I want to share something. I do want to share something on the lines of recovery because it's real important that people know what they should do. Um, now, one thing in particular about the coronavirus, coronavirus, this one, COVID-19, is a new strain. But the coronavirus itself is not new. But coronavirus disease, COVID-19, is a new strain that was discovered in 2019 and has not been previously identified in humans. So yes, it is a new strain, but the virus itself, it's not new. Um, in reference to what happens when you get the coronavirus disease, and this is some key information I want people to know, so you can catch it early. When you start to see the symptoms in the very beginning, that's the best time to launch everything that you can do to recover from it, to, to engage in recovery. So here's what you need to know. People with COVID-19 generally develop signs and symptoms, including a mild respiratory, including mild respiratory symptoms and fever on an average of five to six days after infection, which means an incubation period of five and five to six days which can range from one to 14 days. Most people infected with COVID-19 virus have mild disease and they recover. Again, let me repeat that, just in case everybody didn't hear it. Most people infected with COVID-19 virus have mild disease and recover. That is why you find there's so many people right now that's testing positive. Most people infected with COVID-19 virus have mild disease and they recover. So it's more common, just like we have the common cold. Well, let me explain. By the year 2013, COVID-19 will be like the common cold because we'll be so far advanced in technology and medicine that we will have identified a way of containing it and killing it that's swift. So by year 2013, COVID-19 will be like the common cold is to us now. Think about that. Think about that. Rely on your No, I'm, I'm just saying this is how we evolve in terms of making progress. And I think because the government is really doing their part in, in helping with the social distancing, that is going to minimize how many people actually are infected. But I do believe it's something that you can get easily, just like the common cold. Um, and there's no cure for the common cold, keep that in mind. But our bodies do recover from it, keep that in mind. And then when you think like that, you realize COVID-19 is not the big bad wolf that many people are hyping 
it up to be. A lot of the people that are dying from it, remember, they have pre-existing health conditions, but also remember, people are dying from pneumonia, walking pneumonia. People are dying from the flu, H1N1. So see, COVID-19 is not the only virus that people are infected by and some are dying, but it is a virus a lot of people are recovering from. And the sad part about it is a lot of people have heard so much about who has it and how many are dead that had it that the people that are recovering from it, you're not hardly hearing any news. Nah, that's, that's a problem. I see something wrong with it. Me too. Yeah. yeah I'm, and they're leading yeah. up negative instead of the positive to make people get stressed and worried. Everybody's going crazy, mm-hmm. worried, and stressing. Or you can stay in your house and you know you're going to be safe. Mm-hmm. And, and every all of them go to church, right? Also rest on their faith. If they pray and, and say how, how how much they love the Lord, they're supposed to have faith. You know, you do do what's right. Listen, mm-hmm. uh, you want to see them what to do, season, and and listen to his law. He simply says to stay in your house for for a few weeks or months, and and you'll you'll be guaranteed to to have a life after that. Your yeah, probability, that's right. Your probability of, of dying if you exit your house, but yet still people would rather still go outside and go to church and do all this and all this crap. Well, now they Crazy. did make a, a law. Uh, there was a pastor in Florida. He was arrested. I forget what the name of his church was, but um, it was a Caucasian male in Florida. He still held services. They arrested him, and they told everybody in the church to go home. They arrested the pastor because, number one, he told the people to come to church and that the church doors was open. Yeah, and the thing of it is, now you the pastor, what kind of an example or model are you displaying before your members? You're teaching them to what? to rebel against the law. That's not, I don't think that's godly or, or honorary no, in any sense. It's written in the Bible. You want to see the word do, you gotta follow the, the laws of the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but um, he, he needed to get his um, weekly um, um, money, you know, his time. Yeah, there you go. That- yes. <laughs> the same way somebody disregarded humanity when they created this virus, because this, this is mm-hmm. this is something that somebody made, and their whole oh. eradicate humanity and, and, and mm-hmm. to leave the whole world for solely them. You know, we, everybody can see through this, but if 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 everybody comes together in a, a cumulative spirit. And, and and show the the one percenters that they they they're, they're nothing but greedy people who who need to 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 to, to take better better charge of themselves mm-hmm. you know much much greater leaders than they are that's are, it are here young, younger and more more zealous and, and more passionate than than speaking solely of money 
and, and war and, and you know and, and, and making money over war. This is what well this is what it's all about. Something political that they are, they, they release or some agenda can, can now be reinstated or, 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 or you know, they, 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 they sacrifice their own people. Their own people, that's what the, the whole world, not just America. You know? The whole world is suffering from something that some evil wicked man created right. and, and had the money behind him, the science the science scientists and everything behind him the fundamentals to get this thing out. And and not like we said that you have ninety eight percent probability of, of recovering, but the fact that everybody stressed out thinking that this thing is immediately gonna kill you when you get it. You know, instead of adopting a healthy lifestyle, like it, it's encouraging when you stay inside your house. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It lets us know we have declined in terms of our moral compass and just having a respect for life. Because if someone was to throw, if you were in the water and you was drowning and someone threw you a lifesaver, you wouldn't throw it back to them. No. You know, you would take it. Because, you know, right. if you don't, you're going to drown. Right. And it's like, why wouldn't you take advice when you know it's life-saving? That's the thing. It's like, what's wrong with us that we have come to this state of being? and have this mindset where, you know, we're hell bent on death, you know, accepting or going in that direction that's gonna lead us to dying when we can actually live. And so recovery, that was the choice word for tonight. That's the choice word for tonight or the focus word recovery because we're all in this together. like. Now, I think this is the, the game changer for the world because now it's not about how much money you got. It's not about your prestige as far as your caliber and social status. It's about, at the end of the day, knowing that you're okay and your child, your children, your loved ones are okay, your community, is okay, your elderly, your seniors. And and yeah, I mean that's the real deal. You know, it's about that. This is a game changer. And if it took this to happen to us as humanity to bring us closer together or just to bring us back to basis to focusing on what really counts and what really matters, then you know, so be it. I ain't hating it. If this is what it takes for us to grow closer as a community, if this is what it takes, this happening, us living through this, going through this, enduring this, if this is what it takes for us to respect life more, they have a deeper respect for life, then it's not this is not as evil as we thought. And I always say, you know, the almighty is in control. Um, he's got all of the universe at his beck and commands. 
So if he's allowing this to be, it's for us to look to him as our source for real. I mean, people have like gone into a frenzy spell in terms of like this panic where you got some people, I mean, I, I, I thought I was in a hospital room when I went outside my house. I saw people wearing hospital coats. Uh, they had the whole gear, like the way a surgeon would dress going into surgery, the things around their feet. I'm like, hold up, what did I miss? Let me go back in the house, <laughs> turn the radio on. <laughs> you remember? Maybe I'm, I'm underdressed. Maybe I'm underdressed. I need to get, I need to, you know, put some stuff on. Then I turn on the news and then the radio. I ain't hear nothing different than I've been hearing. I said, this is panic. Panic. You need to share anything. Remember the bubonic plague. Now, see, that was one, and that was a little before my time, but I remember learning about it, and um, yeah, it's the, same, it's the same type of, uh, um, it is a pandemic, but, you know, when it becomes a global pandemic, that means every continent, no one continent. It's not like just one or two continents or three every continent i mean there's cases everywhere i speak to a friend of mine's in india and they were sharing with me that they are now on lockdown so i'm thinking well and i said well how many people it's like it's only been a hundred something in india but they care so much their governors and and the people that are ruling over there they care so much they just said lockdown so now mostly everybody's in their house, they're spending time with their family, they're, you know, till this thing is over. So, I mean, we gotta take the lemons we're handed and make lemonade for crying out loud. I mean, what can we do? I refuse to let this, I refuse to let this just kill my joy, you know? Cause I mean, hey, the almighty is allowing this for a reason. I'm asking myself every day, okay, what did you learn from the experience today? And trying to make it like a, a you know, a, a, a teachable moment, because it really is. And starting to document things down and say, what did I learn today? Or what can I write about today, you know, from going through this experience, living through it? Because that's exactly what we're doing. We're survivors. We're living through it. Um, what did I learn that um, I didn't already know? You know? And I think if we turn it in that light, in that respect, that we'll come out of this wiser, stronger, um, and even better as far as our souls and our character are concerned. Um, it's not easy to talk about. Like, I let some people know. I said, you know, I'm going to do this show, and I explained to them, you know, what it would be about and stuff. Some people they kind of felt I can't talk about it right now. It's too emotional for me. You know, you have all types of thinkers in the world and all types of personalities, and we're not all in the same 
you know, we don't all have the same convictions and it's so many things to take into consideration. We, we don't all do things alike or say things alike, but some people, they can't handle when it's something like this. When you talk about a global pandemic, some people are very afraid to talk about it. They don't want to touch it. Oh, I want to check like a vibe, a, cer a certain kind yeah, of vibration. That um, is this is the current thought, and I know for, for anybody who has a daily routine of going to their job. Oh man, I wish I could stay home and stay in bed today before I have to get up and go. You know, the, the, here here is the opportunity. And, and not not only that, you know what I mean? Like like a lot of a lot of the girls that I know on on like in social media, they're, they're sending pictures of like their hair growing so nicely, you know, they're and they're, they're glowing because they're home chilling, man, and black, you know, you know they stress into, you know, once these things, you know what I mean? If you gotta go to buy your food or whatever, you know, do that come back and eat good, man, and rest. Imagine if you're going to be quiet for three months, three months of rest, man, you'd have to be working. You'd have to be working three months, steady where you hate your job because you don't rest. You're getting up, your, your alarm clock is disturbing. You know you don't put the bumble cloud alarm clock. You know what I mean? To stay home, uh -huh. listen to your watch your movie. I don't. I don't understand. Like this isn't a blessing. Yeah, it's. I. You know, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad that you share. I mean, you've been very helpful to nice guys. Who you always are on the panel, um, providing people with things to consider, which are practical things. These are things that we can do. They're not anything that's going to require you to exert yourself overexert yourself in in a way or manner that would be tedious or 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 too complex or complicated for you know just everyday people to take on as projects we can do more for us now being at home we can do more with our family and achieve some of those projects that we put on the back burner and on the shelf because we found our days were too full. So I mean, That's you right. know, this is a time to take take advantage of being at home and getting some work done that normally, you know, you couldn't do if you were at that nine to five or in right. the rush hour traffic is gonna take you 30, 40 minutes before you even get home on your drive home. Um, yeah, and uh, what we've been sharing with everyone is that yes, you can recover from coronavirus. Uh, there's a lot of stories. I'm going to share um, some information now, uh, some more key information about recovery because that's our choice word for tonight. Uh, first and foremost, more than 150,000 people have recovered from coronavirus around the world. 
With more than 745,000 coronavirus cases confirmed since the outbreak began late last year, more than 158,000 have made recoveries. And that is coming from Joseph Guzman. Um, there are many doctors on the front line. Um, Fauci predicts another coronavirus outbreak in the fall with a very different outcome. Fauci, I believe, is a part of um, President Trump's task force, the coronavirus task force. And he's the head, I think, I believe he's the head doctor, Fauci, F-A-U-C-I. And what he's predicting is another coronavirus outbreak in the fall with very, with very different outcome. Now, what I'm gonna suggest is that, okay, we hear what you're saying, so what can we do? Preparedness is like that ounce of prevention, which is worth a pound of cure. So it's better to be prepared than not prepared. So I'm glad to share the information. Now, while the United States continues to grapple with the rapidly increasing number of coronavirus cases, the outbreak has seen more than 150,000 patients recover from infection across the globe as of Monday. More than 765,000 coronavirus cases have been confirmed across nearly 177 countries and regions since the virus was first detected in Wuhan. The capital city of China's Hubei or Hubei province in late December, which was last year, 2019, more than 36,000 deaths have been tallied with more than 160,000 recoveries, according to John Hopkins University data. The US now leads the world in the number of confirmed cases with more than 150,000 and more than 2,800 deaths. So, okay, the US, we're leading the world and we're called a superpower. So we definitely need to what? We need some intervention from the others, the other powers, the other uh, countries. And we need to note that what we're doing is it's, it's working, but we definitely need support right now. So in that, they have issued the social distance mandate. It is federal, not to state now. I want to welcome the co-host. Welcome, Warriors Queen, Deborah Thelman. Welcome. Welcome, and good evening, everybody. Asa Noye Nigaran. Good night, good night. How? Good night, good night. Everybody's Hello, Dicey. Greetings, greetings, Empress. Thank you, Skyce. I was listening, and uh, for tonight's show, I have a lot of energy information to share. Mm -hmm. But we are excited for that. And we're gonna wrap up um, shortly. We just wanted to hear if you have any recovery information because we're trying to use the light and the positive energy to uh, reboot the minds 
of us all because we've been so conditioned on hearing that the death toll is increasing, but the recovery toll is greater. So um, mm -hmm. if you have any information on recovery, definitely at this time we ask and solicit that you share it because we do want to get people's minds adjusted because there's been so much programming going on. We've been conditioned to focusing more so on the death toll numbers that people have been behaving themselves like, yes, they are anxious. They are in a panic state of mind. And that's why we're seeing what we're seeing in the markets. There's nothing in there. People are just mm -hmm. buying things just out of panic, thinking that, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Let me hurry up and get this and get that and get everything that I can and, and store it up because pretty soon there won't be anything available. So we're just trying to get people to adjust their minds to realign with the universe in terms of oneness and serenity because peace within is peace without. And to recognize that yes, there are people that are recovering from this. So this is not meaning that if you get it, you're going to die. Like I know years ago, that's how people saw AIDS. And I remember when AIDS was a not global pandemic so much, but it was a pandemic here in the US. And everybody was afraid and they were scared. If somebody sneezed on you, you could get it. If somebody coughed on you, you could get it. I mean, it was just crazy in the 80s. Yeah, that is the now there's medication that you know stops the symptoms and it um allows a person with it to live a very long life and they can have a, a normal life and and have it i mean well years ago because it was kind of new something that we weren't familiar with and didn't know very much about you know, people were so afraid. They thought if you got that, oh my gosh, you're gonna die and anybody that touches you will die. <laughs> it was like the leprosy plague was in ancient times. So, you know, education matters. We need to stay informed and we do need to now uh, reboot or reset our minds to keep that thought that yes, recovery is reality. And there are many people that are in recovery from coronavirus. So if you have anything to share, Warriorist Queen, that would be on the lines of recovery, we definitely want to hear it. Because we're just trying to get, and then Skycy, we're going to come back to you. Because we need people to know how to eat so that they can promote a healthy, immune system, which in turn will result in a body that's virus free. So will you sure. explain? Yeah, I was going to save this for the end for anti-Trump art warriors resistance medicine. But actually, it was two things that I was going to say. It's meant for me to read it now. Right, so the first thing I want to uh, say is Protect your energy, everybody. Mm. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. 
And the second thing is a Wikipedia article that's titled National Security Study Memorandum 200. Memorandum means a written message in business or diplomacy. So here's the article. National Security Study Memorandum 200, Implications of Worldwide Population Growth for U.S. Security and Overseas Interests, parentheses N like Nancy, S like sit, S doesn't sit, M like Mary, the number 200, close parentheses, was completed on December 10, 1974, by the United States National Security Council under the direction of Henry Kissinger. It was adopted as official U.S. policy by U.S. President Gerald Ford in November 1975. It was classified, which means arranged in classes or categories, in definition, for a while, but was obtained by researchers in the early 1990s, ED. Findings. The basic thesis of the memorandum was that population growth in the least developed countries, LDCs, is a concern to U.S. national security because it would tend to risk civil unrest and political instability in countries that had a high potential for economic development. And the world wow. starting that political and in that development is the key sentence. Wow. The policy gives, what do you say, Shaisky? It's been a while, man. Yeah, I agree. All right, let me continue. The policy gives, quote, paramount importance, end quote, to population control measures and the promotion of contraception among 13 populous countries to control rapid population growth, <clears throat> pardon me, mm -hmm. which the U.S. deems inimical, spell I-N-I-M-I-C-A-L, and inimical means tending to obstruct, which means to block or harm, in definition. Well, to wow. the mm -hmm. go ahead. All right. To the socio-political, which means combining social and political factors, and factors are a circumstance, fact, or influence that contributes to a result or outcome. In the definition, back to the article. Um, an economic growth of those countries and to the national interest of the United States since, uh, since the, quote, U.S. economy will require large and increasing amounts of minerals from abroad, end quote, and the countries can produce destabilizing opposition forces against the U.S. And the words starting at the and ending at U.S. is a key sentence, and destabilizing means cause unrest in, hmm. oh. in the definition. Mm -hmm. Damn. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a plot. Right. A plot yes. that thickens. <laughs> a plot that thickens. We all knew it. Done to the done. We always yeah. do this on something. What was that, Sky Steve? Yeah, we know all along it was coming. Mm-hmm. Now, 
And Skysky, that was something that was written in 1973. Mm. So reading something from 1973, we're now in 2020. That tells you this has been a plan that was already orchestrated years ago from the powers that yeah. be. Wait a minute, um, Francine, you, you, you're telling me that a dialogue that before just, just um, stated was written in what year? Yes, 73, 1973. Was, yeah, actually, was it was 1974. I'm sorry, 1974. 1974. Mm -hmm. I was gonna, about to ask you, who are these brilliant scholars who came up with such, such wisdom in such a short um, space of time that the, 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 the 1974? That's crazy. I'm, I'm crazy in a way. But I also in gratitude yeah. the fact that you shared the knowledge with, with us, you know. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. And uh, and the crazy that came up with it was the evil spirits. <laughs> well, you said Kissinger. Right, right? the... I mean, Kissinger, can you share with everyone? Because not everybody knows who that person is. Because you don't hear his name mentioned much anymore. Mm -hmm. can you share a little All bit. Right, I'm going to look up. Sure, I'm gonna look him up now. I think that'll be helpful. Then people can know why the content of this document is what it is, because he represented a certain mm -hmm. alliance or organization of people of men. From America? Uh, yes. Henry no, he's Kissinger. not from America. No. Whoa. All right. So here's where, here's Henry Kissinger. I'm gonna read his uh, background from Wikipedia. Henry Alfred Kissinger, German. Kissinger, born. Heinz Alfred Kissinger, May 27, 1923, is an American politician, diplomat, and geopolitical consultant who served as United States Secretary of State and National Security Advisor under the presidential administrations of Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford, a Jewish refugee who fled Nazi Germany with his family in 1938. He became National Security Advisor in 1969 and U.S. Secretary of State in 1973 for his actions, negotiations. Yes, I heard of him. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. White man. Yes, Nazi yeah, um, Jewish. Yeah. Jews, yeah, the Nazi Jews, the ones that went, many of them died in the Holocaust over in Germany. Mm. So he would Who's be the like governor? the president. No, he was the United, no. Secretary was of the State. United States Secretary of State and National Security Advisor mm -hmm. under uh, Richard Nick. Of Richard Nixon and Nixon. Gerald Ford's administration. Mm -hmm. All right, so back to his biography. For his actions negotiating a ceasefire in Vietnam, Kissinger received the 1973 Nobel Peace Prize under controversial circumstances with two members of the committee resigning in protest. Kissinger later sought unsuccessfully to return the prize after the ceasefire failed. All right, and that's why I'm going to stop. The same year, 74, mm -hmm. this was like after the speech. This is, this is what happened. Wait, what was, 
What happened? This was where the end of his um his ranting with the politics or or what? Okay, so why is in that kind of document that you, you, you expressed earlier? Mm-hmm. Why would they do that? To him? Why would they do that to him? Mm-hmm. All right, let me finish um, reading here. All right, let me finish reading this article, the National Security Study Memorandum. Mm-hmm. All right, so back to it. All right, it recommends the U.S. leadership to quote influence national leaders end quote and that quote improved worldwide support for population-related efforts should be sought through increased emphasis on mass media and other population education and motivation programs by the UN, which is United Nations, USIA, which is United States Info Agency, and USAID, which is United States Agency for International Development. Named countries. 13 countries are named in the report as particularly problematic with respect to U.S. security interests. India, Bangladesh, Pakistan, Indonesia, Thailand, the Philippines, Turkey, Nigeria, Egypt, Ethiopia, Mexico, Colombia, and Brazil. The countries are projected to create 47% of all world population growth. Now, I circle Mexico, Colombia, and Brazil because they're part of Turtle Island a.k.a. North America. Mm-hmm. All righty, continuing on. Unbelievable. It also raises... Mm-hmm, yes. It also raises the question of whether the U.S. should consider preferential allocation, which means distribute for a particular purpose, in the definition, back to the article, of surplus food supplies to states deemed constructive and use of population control measures. And the word starting at it and the word ending at measures is the key sentence. Uh-huh. And, 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 he's very intelligent. Would you say, Skyke? He's very intelligent. You know, you, you can see even like since that was in the 74, but look at it um, at, uh, until this day, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it's kind of like um, a, a visionary type, type thing. Right. He was definitely a part of the planning of what we know today mm-hmm. as the U.S. He had a lot of involvement in the structuring mm-hmm. and restructuring of government affairs abroad, as well as mm-hmm. what we see happening in the labor industry here. But he was more so used in terms of the um, international trade and having to represent the nation and the government and meeting with those leaders of other countries and helping with the, the trade relations of the U.S. And that's even now people don't realize a lot of the, the warring that's going on now has everything to do with whose imports are allowed to come in or go out, whose hands, right, how how they're taxed, how they're being taxed, how imports are being taxed and exports are being taxed, how things are being done in terms of trade, commerce. Mm -hmm. Most of these wars now, it's 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 not no real wars like, in years ago, because 
somebody really was trying to harm somebody else. It's all about business and commerce. That's why we have a president right now who came from Wall Street. He's not no right. politician. But that's a problem. They put problem no. Right what it is, it's about it's about the control of this is what right. it the poor. Like this whole war is all about control of the natural resources. Yes, control of resources. And they want to be able to control who, who sends what out to where. And they want to be able to tax it. Remember, taxing is how the government is getting rich. You got to keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. How do the rich get richer? The taxing. And if they can keep that tax mm -hmm. bracket so monitor where if you're rich, you're taxing is not very much but very little but if you're in the middle class or lower class your taxes mm -hmm. are very high that's how you keep that yeah. gap where the rich is getting richer mm -hmm. and the poor is getting poorer and what don't know what it's really about it's not what you thought it's all about trade mm -hmm. and commerce and if you ban Cuba imports from coming in to the U.S., if you can stop the, the Cuban government from profiting from their products being sold here, but we can send ours everywhere, but Cuba can't trade with us no more because there's a ban, then what are you doing to their economy? You're trying to disarm mm -hmm. and disable them mm -hmm. in terms of yeah. their mm -hmm. yes, in terms of their mm -hmm. capital or or power to what be able to govern and control. Because remember, money is currency. Currency having to do with being able to move things around. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're talking about telekinetic. People don't realize how much spirituality has a lot to do with the wordplay. Mm -hmm. And, and what's happening in terms of business and commerce. So when you begin to start banning certain countries from being able to export, and that's how they make their money, then you are really literally trying to dominate in terms of the economy. And right now, that's what Trump is in there for, because they know the kind of personality he has. The powers that be, those people, that are really in control governing things, you and I don't see them walking the streets. Trump is a figurehead for them. That's that 1% group. And they want to make sure that they protect their interests. So they got Trump in mm -hmm. there to make sure that their taxes is the way they want their taxes to be so they can continue to rule and, and stay keep the money up at the top. It's, it's, yeah, it's world domination. They know what they're doing. They got a plot and a plan mm -hmm. at work. And that's why we really mm -hmm. need to, to get more um, involved in business, too, and start. All right, yeah, um, this is a yeah, stage. Yeah, really? may, I just, yeah, may I just finish reading the article? Yes, go ahead. It's only uh, two more pages. Yeah, sorry. The paper takes a look at worldwide demographic population trends as projected in 1974. It is being divided into two major sections, an analytical section and policy recommendations. The analytical section discusses projected world demographic trends and their influence on world food supply, minerals, and fuel. 
It looks at the relation between economic development in the the least developed nations and investigates the implications, which means the conclusion that can be drawn from something, although it is not explicitly stated in the definition, back to the article, of world population pressures on U.S. national security. And the word starting at world and ending at security is the key sentence. The policy recommendations is divided into two sections, a U.S. population strategy and action to create conditions for fertility decline, a major concern reiterated, which means repeated, and the paper concerns the effect of population on starvation and famine. Growing populations will have a serious impact on the need for food, especially in the poorest, fastest-growing LDCs, least developed countries. While under normal weather conditions and assuming food production growth in in line with recent trends, total world agricultural production could expand faster than population. There will nevertheless be serious problems in food distribution and financing, making shortages even at today's poor nutrition levels, probable, which means likely to be the case for it to happen in the definition. Back to the article. And many of the larger, more populous LDC regions. Regions are an area or division, especially part of a country or the world, having definable characteristics, but not always fixed boundaries in the definition. Back to the audience. Even today, 10 to 20... I'm sorry to interrupt you, man. You see how they're trying to... Like, like the things that are coming from like other places are so much more healthy, and and, and they're and they're st- selling their um GMS foods. But yeah, so trying to provide for their own people. If 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 we are happy that they're they're willing to sacrifice the world 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 population for a political agenda, wherewithal would would you know you, you get good food? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. And see, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Skycy, and I just saw this connection is that the good, you know, the healthy, nutritious food is for the destroyers, you know, so they can stay healthy to be, keep destroying. Well, we do have a lot of people here. I can speak from what I know. I have a couple of friends of mine, too. They're growing their own, and they also have partnerships mm-hmm. with farms local farms that are very close and nearby and some of them have even started selling they have the farms coming and delivering the fresh produce that's not gmo manufacturing and they're selling them into the community stores so it is a movement now in the urban communities where they're starting green they call them green grocers and fresh grocers and they have these markets mm-hmm. available so people do not have to purchase or buy uh, chemically processed foods. You do mm-hmm. not. And again, you can start yeah. even growing your own indoors. A lot of people are growing their own herbs, starting their own uh, mm-hmm. green houses in their homes. And you but can, would do, they, mm-hmm, you can do it. Why would they... Um, not want the best for for the people that make their country. I, I mean, you you would think that the good stuff would cost less, as, as opposed to you know you go to the store and something that's full of sugar, what you could afford, 
You know, you even to go to the GMO section, those things not so much. For the average person, no man, I'll just go to McDonald's, man. It's gonna make me huge. Cause it's gonna cost more for you to stuff. Well, here, here's a proper thing this year, and 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 now even giving us more proof, and, and it's, it's for people to take a court and, and, and a court to itself. You know, because we see that there's, there's, there's so much is, is aligned against us. No? I mean, the paragraph that you said before, um, for like the two years, it's not the one that you just recited, but the one prior to this. The, the two key words that you mentioned, I, I just didn't get a chance to process them within within myself. It was kind of a little fast, and and I and I heard I heard it. The, the key words that you mentioned from the the, 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 the paragraph that you mentioned before. Can you please repeat it? Oh, sure. Is it world population pressures on U.S. national security? No. No? All right, I'll read you the, um, the key ones until you can tell the ones that ring the bell. All right, I'm going back to the beginning. Um, uh, so, okay. The countries can produce destabilizing opposition forces against the U.S.? Mm-mm, no. No? Hmm. All right, the next yeah. one. It, it also raises the question of whether the U.S. should consider preferential allocation of surplus food supplies to states deemed constructive in use of population control measures? Um, that's not it, but I would like to touch on that. That, that, mm-hmm. that's not, that's All right, how about know. this? Yeah, yeah. All right, how about this? Let me finish reading the article, and then um, I can come back, you know, to take questions and comments. Okay. All right, I'm back to the last. All right, thanks. You're welcome. All right, I'm at the last page. Okay. We must take care that our activities should not give the appearance to the LDCs of an industrialized country policy directed against the LDCs. Caution must be taken that in any approaches in this field, we support and the LBCs are ones we can support within this country. Third world, quote, third world, end quote, leaders should be in the forefront and obtain the credit for successful programs. In this context, it is important to demonstrate to LBC leaders that such family plan and programs have worked and can work within a reasonable period of time, end quote, chapter one, world demographic times, end quote. In these sensitive relations, however, it is important in style as well as substance to avoid the appearance of coercion, which means force. And that's a key sentence starting at the word and ending at the word coercion. Abortion as a geopolitical strategy, geopolitical means relating to politics, especially international relations as influenced by geographical factors, uh, in the definition, back to the article, strategy is mentioned several times, I'm oh, sorry, several dozen times in the report with suggestive implications. No country has reduced its population growth without resorting to abortion. Under developing country conditions, foresight, which means the ability to predict the future, in the definition, back to the article, uh, methods not only are frequently unavailable but often fail because of ignorance, lack of preparation, misuse, and non-use. Because of these latter, latter means situated or occurring near to the end of something than to the beginning, in the definition, back to the article, 
conditions, increasing numbers of women in the developing world have been resorting to abortion. The end of this article. That was a terrible thing. Abortion? Yeah, when you're dealing with... Well, you're we're going to... Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to... Um, basically, what we can do is respond and reflect on what was read because it was a lot of information disclosed. Some people, yeah. it might have been the first time they even heard it, you know? But Henry yeah. Kissinger... Um, He's known to be one of the key people. He was in government for a time period, at a time period when a lot was happening. And we know about Richard Nixon and Watergate and all that. But um, Henry Kissinger did a lot and established a lot in government. But right now, the control and, and, and those that have these seats of authority in government that are about capitalism, they are literally not for the people. So we are hearing even mm-hmm. a lot of the information I heard about um, the public assistance program, food stamps or foods, um, mm-hmm. free food. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to be cut. I was told in a matter of a week or two, airplanes like that, how is that be? Um, so you mean to tell me people that can't afford to have food, that have children, they're not going to um, be able to acquire uh, food and, and they're going to have to rely on whatever small amount of money they would be given to uh, feed their families? I mean, to me, this is just not okay. This is not mm-hmm. okay. This is classic which you can call oppression. There was uh, the time called the Great Depression. I remember my grandmother talking mm-hmm. about that because she lived through it. And during that time in America, um, there were rich people even that were impacted because banks literally had no more money. And I'm going to tell you, the makings of what's happening right now, I feel like this is the onset of a repeat of the Great Depression. And I remember my grandmother talking about the Great Depression, and it was hard times. Mm-hmm. And you know how people made it? She told me they did not have welfare back then. She said, you know, we made it, baby. She said, everybody looked after one another. Everybody made mm-hmm. extra food. Everybody found that neighbor that didn't have, and somebody went and took food to them. Or that elderly person or widow they made sure everybody had, like nobody went to bed hungry. Everybody cared mm-hmm. about each other's family. That was called community. A lot of people today don't even know what that is in America. Cause you have so many people that live right next to each other and they don't know, don't know each other's names or right down the street from each other and they don't even know each other's family members. So it's got a, a lot of things have to change within the hearts of people. Mm-hmm. We want to see change in our government or our current situation. Then we got to change within ourselves and start caring. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. 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 This is Warriors Queen support. And I want to say, I want to mention 
Janet and Michael Jackson, they were two artists that were ahead of their time for being woke. Oh, yeah, especially, oh, my gosh, Michael Jackson did that video, um, what was it called, um, Earth Song? His oh, video, yeah, Earth Song. and uh, Man in the Mirror. Yeah, but I mean, Earth Song really talked about the war. It showed everything years before it happened. He did a lot of songs, though. If you really, him, Stevie Wonder, um, there's a couple of R&B artists, but Michael was more like a pop. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, pop culture and, and rock mm-hmm. artists. He started off with R&B when he was young, him and his brothers. It was just like basically R&B back then. But then he evolved into the pop icon. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of the rappers, believe it or not, Tupac was one. There were oh, a lot yeah. of rappers mm-hmm. that um, rapped mm-hmm. about a lot of things that's happening now. And um, mm-hmm. even predictions. Tupac, really, check mm-hmm. out some of his old stuff. Um, mm-hmm. There were a lot of messages. If you decode the mm-hmm. there were a lot of messages. And he, he was warning people about even right now. Hey, ladies, I, I, I don't mean to interrupt, you know, but I, I, I don't want to ask you about that phrase that you made, the key point. After that, you made three more, you said it's the last page, but that last page, man, is important. You, you must recite that again, because I heard you mention third word, and which I guess must be in pertinence to um, a, a country that is up in poverty. But but um please, it was fast and, and and can you be slower when you said you're gonna be the last page, and you did say that you, you're gonna look for the the one phrase that I had mentioned. Yeah, you know that's I mean? why I was uh, calling them out to you. Yes, I was. But you yeah. didn't let go. I'll reread the last page. Yeah, we must please. take care. All right, I'm gonna start. We must take care that our activities should not give the appearance to the LDCs of an industrialized country policy directed against the LDCs. What is that? What is LDCs? LDC is the least developed country. Caution must be taken that in any approaches in this field, we support in the LDCs, which is the, um, the least developed countries, are ones we can support within this country quote, third world, end quote, leaders should be in the forefront and obtain the credit for successful programs. In this context, it is important to demonstrate. No? I agree. All right. In this context, it is important to demonstrate to LDCs, which is the least developed countries, leaders that such family planning programs have context. It is important to demonstrate I'm sorry, leaders that have such family plan and programs have worked and can work within a reasonable amount of time. Chapter mm-hmm. one, world demographic trends. Can, can I... In these sensitive relations, all right, let me just finish reading. Just hold your thoughts, I'll write them down. All right, in these sensitive relations, however, it is important in style 
as well as substance to avoid the appearance of coercion, which means force. And the word starting at N and ending at coercion is the key sentence. Abortion as a geopolitical strategy is mentioned several dozen times in the report with suggestive implications. No country has reduced its population growth without resorting to abortion. Underdeveloping country conditions foresight, which means the ability to predict the future, in the definition, back to the article, methods not only are frequently unavailable, but often fail because of ignorance, lack of preparation, misuse, and non-use. Because of these latter, which means situated or occurring nearer to the end of something than to the beginning, end of definition, back to the article, conditions, increasing numbers of women in the developing world have been resorted to abortion. The end of the article. So, so what's the process? You know, it's a deep thing that you brought up with the word the end of the poem. Something like that. We cannot, we can't process that in this this little amount of. Here we go from um, LDC, these developed mm-hmm. countries, and I was going to ask you mm-hmm. somewhere with steal our gold and diamonds from Africa. Do they consider that an LDC? Uh, the 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 um the, the mindset and the scholars even Cuba is, is do they consider them an elder? But we're talking um in terms of America. Mm-hmm. See, with well, LDCs, you know, I would say that's a late one. Least developed countries is because you know, Total Island, also known as North America, it is a superpower, and because it is the richest, you know, nation, the richest country in the world. Say that again. Well, I'll, I'll say this: it's not so much it's the richest country in the world, but our country has been deemed the police of the world. Whenever there is a war, yeah. we go, and and there's a reason for yeah. that because it's almost scavengers. That's what an eagle represents, and that's the symbol of our nation. As a scavenger, you go to find what's left. It's almost like to take what you can. And I'm gonna be honest, I don't I don't feel good about that. I was born in this country during the time of the the changeover after the um hostile takeover of the original people who were the um original mm-hmm. sovereigns of the land. Yeah, the, and I feel yeah, mm-hmm. it's been it's been a very unkind type of government. And I can only talk about it because I've been born here. So I have a right to talk about what I know. Mm-hmm. Um, they're very unkind. The, um, the government, for the most part, is very greedy. And it's, mm-hmm. it's very self-seeking in terms of whatever uh, goals are set. And it's about what's going to further embellish this nation's government in terms of power and prestige and dominance, world dominance. And that's very evil. I think it It was Saddam Hussein that called this country the great Satan. And he was referring Mm. to who was governing it, not us, not the people, but the way it was being Mm. governed. So I think mm-hmm. we need to wake up and look at the government mm-hmm. and see, are we really okay with things? 
and people need to get involved. A lot of people don't vote, but you got to look at it. Before Trump, Senate was still making these decisions they're still making right now. And certain bills were not made law. They never were passed. And I really believe we need to start voting out these people that have held these seats in Senate for years and have not done anything for the people. We've got to start voting them out and vote in the ones young, that should be in, that really have a plan young, to help. The young, youngsters, the young people. What those new young, zealous young people in, man? There's so many crazy yeah, we young got people who are intelligent, intelligent young people right now. Look at that little, little, little girl from Pakistan. She's already like a world leader, but she doesn't have status. But the, the words and utter and peace, we're without, you know, is it the youth them step down these, these people with their, their, their nasty mentality, you know, but who, who could really talk? You know, we're just here um, in, in this, this, this here debate. But the, the fact that you mentioned abortion, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see the relationships between a lot. What what are they talking about? They're actually trying to make other LDC countries abort their, their children. Yeah, basically, China, you know, um, it's worth it. I, you know, I shared the information, Zipporah, because there is um, this is really a fact. As for China, China had a law some years back, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about 20 years ago. Just a few years back, it became a law because they declared that China was overpopulated, which I do not agree with. Mm-hmm. They said because they're overpopulated, that they uh, could only have one child per family, mm-hmm. one yeah. child. And a lot of Chinese mothers were literally putting their baby girls up for adoption. I know of teachers that adopted them. A lot of Chinese mothers were putting their baby girls up for adoption because it was esteemed highly if you had a male, then he can carry on Mm -hmm. the family name. So the women were looked down upon as not having much value. And so a lot of the mothers were selling their children, selling their Chinese daughters. Selling, you said selling. Yes giving them up for adoption. It's adoption agencies, and a lot of them were being adopted to families Richard. here in the U.S. Not all, wait a minute, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. Not all of the families that adopted them were loving families. There were some people that were more concerned about adopting them and, and using them as like a servant. So they had them like cleaning in their homes. Um, and these were most of the people that were wealthy. I'm getting and mad. I know this firsthand. Yes, this is what they were doing to the Chinese girls that were given up for adoption because their mothers and fathers could not afford. They said if they had more than one child, the government told them they would tax them and tax them so high, a what lot of them mean? couldn't afford to pay for it. They, they didn't have a son, they gave up their child because they knew a son could carry on the seed. But, um, 
Because since it was mentioned in such a high regard, the, the last, the last um, couple of things that, that, that Zipporah talked about, uh, the operation, it seems to me that, that they were, were in, they, they wanted this. Is this something that it was lawful or this was against the law? Was what against the law or lawful? Abortion and a pertinence to the LDC that you say. No, it doesn't say. It just said uh, it's mentioned. And uh, it so says it, no country, I'm sorry, it says no country has reduced its population growth without resorting to abortion. Underdeveloped country conditions, foresight methods, methods not only are frequently unavailable but often fail because of ignorance, lack of preparation, misuse, and non-use. And so there's no law that said that it was, you know, wrong for abortion. So that's why the women started having them. This is what the last sentence said. Increasing uh, numbers of women in the developing country have been resorting to abortion. Is it a poor resorting? So is, is this custom? A it's poor not a law. Custom. Because I don't know of any nation that worships the Almighty. They, they would be willing to sacrifice a blessing. And who, who, who established that they have a, a, some kind of um, system in place where, where they make it okay for a mother who's pregnant to, to now go and say to them, I, I do realize that some women back, even, you know, in, in times would self-abort. But um, if, if they prophesy the ease of, 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 ease of, of, of doing something, I'm sure many more women will be inclined to abortion. Now, here we are talking about like, like the world world type events, and and I'm I'm curious how that because it must it must have some kind of merit of of, of our diet. because if this is the case, who, who implements it such? Is it is it Babylon the system? Which nation would say it's okay? Hey man, go and abort your child. Because you're having too much. I'm not sure. Communist. It was forced on China. Their government forced it on them. Because their government said they were overpopulated. No, China. China's government said they were overpopulated. I agree with that. It wasn't the people that wanted that. They're communists and and they they live by the... But I'm saying other countries, where they consider elders, with all will they learn about abortion if, if not some entity came in and, and imposed it upon them? It must be America. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And we said the, the government, the current government, I can talk about the past, but I can talk about the present. Mm-hmm. The current government mm-hmm. administration does not care. They are already talking about mm-hmm. stopping the um, provision of food to those that are really in need, that don't have mm-hmm. the income to afford mm-hmm. to feed yeah. their children. or their- mm-hmm. They're talking about yeah. stopping that uh, in Congress. Mm-hmm. Already passing that, I believe, next week. That's going to hurt a lot of people. Have a lot of low income and those that are in poverty 
right here in America living beneath the poverty line. They're not going to be able to make it. Yeah, and you know what? Um, and I'm this going is to... All right, I'm going to read this message that was sent to me. It says, Homeland Security is preparing to mobilize the National Guard, preparing to dispatch them across the U.S. along with military. They will also call in first responders. They are preparing to announce a nationwide two-week quarantine for all citizens, all businesses closed, everyone at home. They will announce this as soon as they have troops in place to help prevent looters and rioters. They will announce before the end of the weekend. Within 48 to 72 hours, the president will evoke what is called the, quote, Stafford Act, end quote. The president will order a two-week mandatory quarantine for the nation. Stock up on whatever you need to make sure you have a two-week supply of everything. Please forward it to your family slash friends. Hmm. Now, this is the sad part. That alert got out a little too soon here. People already started buying up, and mm. and now the the essential things that people need, the stores will not be able to provide it. They have to wait until mm. their warehouses are restocked. Mm. That's the sad part about people moving and doing things out of panic rather than out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, uh, this and is and, yeah, and what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go, uh, I, I'm going to cancel my publishing information hour until next show, and I'm going to go straight since we're talking about with the quarantine coronavirus, and I'm going to go to it's uh, you know, the medicine of anti-Trump art warriors resistance medicine section. All right, so I'm going to start with literature. And it's uh, the following three quotes. Number one, when you are inspired to be and do your best, you find everything is right in your world. Your influence is operating at its highest level and is the time to influence others in gratitude. End quote. Tony Ten Fingers, Juan Bill, Natua, Aglala Lakota. Second quote. We go to the theater to be entertained, but if what is left after you watch the movie is a sort of eye-opening perspective on some social issues, then it can be a really powerful piece of art. End quote, Jordan Peele. And number three, a danger force scene is half avoided. End quote, Chaying Nation. Translation, if you are prepared to face the problem or difficulty, it will be easier to deal with. All right, next I'm going to read articles. All right, and the first one is titled, They Gotta Have Us. Director Simon Frederick, Black Filmmakers Have Become Woke by Jazz Tang K, last name spelled T-A-N-G-C-A-Y. And from Variety, They Gotta Have Us. With quote, they gotta have us, end quote, director Simon Frederick believes that for a long time, black filmmakers have had a series of false storms, but now a realization is happening, he says. A realization is happening. 
He says it's an awakening, and I think black filmmakers have become woke in ways they haven't done in the past. And um, the word a realization and the word starting at it's and ending at past is the key sentence, and also the words awakening and woke. The three-part series dropped on Netflix this past Wednesday, and this article is dated February 7, 2020. Just back to the article, just in time for the Oscars, which once again failed to show much in the diversity and representation department. Cynthia Erivo and Matthew Cherry, hair love aside, its American release coincides with Black History Month. Frederick recalls watching Issa Rae and John Cho announce the Oscar nominations in January. What he found most interesting was Ray and Cho's own realization of the lack of diversity. I'm assuming they had been chosen to represent the diversity that didn't exist within the nomination within the nominations and the organization. He had it was a front and people see through things like that. And the words starting at realization and internet diversity is the key sentence and also starting at I'm an internet organization is the second key sentence and the third is starting at it and internet that is the key sentence. Yes. In pertinence on the Trump 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 agenda. Wait, what are you saying, Skysky? I'm asking you. All your dialogue is in reference to Trump. Trying so fast and yeah, information. He announced that. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah, this part, yes. You're talking about Trump? Yes. Yeah, what I'm reading is anti-Trump, art warriors, resistance, medicine, and I'm reading the literature section. When you say medicine, you're talking Alrighty, um, um, not, not like in terms of herbs, you just, in a different sense. Uh-huh. I mean, the uh-huh. context. Jesus Christ. Uh, politics or like medicine in terms of like um, food for all right, well, all right, so what I'm reading is that I'm reading the medicine, you know, for this, you know, this bad politics. And it's in, in, oh, the, art, in, the, in the art form. Okay, okay, I read, I read. I understand now. Yes. That's why it's called uh, Anti-Trump Art Warriors Resistance Medicine. Mm. All right, so, all right. It's good that you understand. Now I can return to reading the article. Black filmmakers are taking control. What did you say? I said no disrespect. Um, I apologize if I interrupted you. All right, it's all right because uh, you w- didn't understand. As long as you get an understanding of what was happening, so, all right. So, black and filmmakers are taking control of their writing, directing, and filmmaking. Frederick notes a level of artistry that is elevating the art form and revolutionizing cinema beyond what he ever thought possible is being led very much by black women. He adds, referring to Ava DuVernay and her production company Array the team behind They Gotta Have Us. He adds that since black people have always been persistent when it comes to changing culture and moving it forward, quote, if institutions like BAFTA 
and the academy don't change, they become they'll become irrelevant. Irrelevant means not important. The idea for they gotta have us was born out of frustration. Keyword, and the word frustration is the key sentence. Frederick's 2016 documentary Black is the New Black featured. Naomi Campbell and other prominent Brits, which is short for British, talking about what it was like to be British and black. I'd never heard another ethnic group talking about what it was like to be British, he says, when he realized he wasn't the only person, not by a long shot, the BBC, which stands for British Broadcasting Corporation, wanted Frederick to do more, social media too. And the word started in Eyed and Internet too, T-O-O. At the time, he was confused by the notion that if, it, if it's black, it won't sell. And the word starting at an internet sell was the key sentence, where that only minorities would be interested in such projects. Frederick then set out to create a platform bringing together black figures like John Singleton, John Boyega, Whoopi Goldberg, Barry Jenkins, to tell the story of the experiences and impact of black cinema in the U.K. and America. U.K. stands for United Kingdom. Rather than present a story from his point of view, he looked at intertwining career highlights and during the editing process, Frederick found suitable archives to build into the story. Audiences can hear Jenkins and Goldberg talk about their emotions on a particular day rather than describing their films or an acting role. I get them to talk about insecurities and fears, Frederick says. And the word starting audiences and internet says is a key sentence. The first episode of They Gotta Have Us opened at the 2017 Academy Awards when La La Land was mistakenly announced as the Best Picture winner. Even then, Barry Jenkins and the film Moonlight didn't get the chance to revel in and enjoy that moment because, again, that moment was taken away. And the words starting at that and in that way is the key sentence. So it's ironic, Frederick says, what's pivotal about that film is that it is a film about a gay black boy. This coming-of-age story is basically seen as an art film that film could do so well at the box office when critical acclaim, and most of all, the audiences that went to see that. At one point, actor Jesse Williams says, white people can make a story about losing a dog, and that's okay, because anyone should be able to make their art. And the word starting at at and internet art is the key sentence. Frederick says that when it comes to black filmmaking, their stories have to be exceptional. Sometimes we want to tell a simple story, that, and we should be allowed to do that. Trailblazing, which means introducing new ideas or methods, innovative or pioneering, in the definition, back to the article, the way are Spike Lee and Jenkins, who he counts among those who long ago decided they were going to tell the black stories they wanted to tell. He declares, if you build it, they will come. That's exactly what happens and is happening. And the words starting at, Sometimes and then that happening is the key sentence. The end of this article. I will now take questions and comments. Okay, stage the page poet. I have a comment. Um, I thought it was a really good article to read and share with everyone. Um, I for one gleaned from it, and one thing that stood out was the fact being. Um, our behavior impacts much of the things that we're seeing taking place. A lot of times we take ourselves out of the equation and we want to just point the finger 
and say the reason things are the way they are is because of Trump or the reason things are the way they are is because of the Democrats. Well, the reason things are as they are is because it's been a lot of things that we as humans have been practicing that we should not be. Um, the laws of reciprocity are universal laws. They have nothing to do with politics, but they have everything to do with nature and science and spirituality. And if we continue doing what we've been doing, we're going to keep getting the same results. But if we change from within and start doing things differently, the outcome will be different. And that's what we have to remember. And I think the article addresses a lot of the things we've been doing. And uh, Sage, I want to comment on it. Uh, this is Warriors Queens of Poor. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this, quote, complainers, end quote, don't know yet. And read it again because your voice kind of went in and out. Oh, I'm sorry. All right. So this is where, you know, my viewpoint is, it's quote, not your complainers, fault. end it's, quote. It's the yeah. Oh, it's. It happens again. Okay, are you speaking directly into your mouthpiece? Because now we didn't hear anything that time. All right, I'm back. Yeah, it was connection. All right, so I'll just repeat my viewpoint. All right, quote, yeah, quote, complainers, end quote, don't know what to do yet. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we have to move towards Mm -hmm. not complaining, but contemplating what is the best choice? What Mm -hmm. should we be doing now? Mm -hmm. And how can we get it done effectively? That's where our contemplation should lie at this time. Because what's already been done is done. Like the virus spreading is already done. What we should be focusing on now is how do we recover and what is the recovery process? And how to start recovering well. Yeah. All righty. And I'm talking about we have to be proactive at this point, not reactionary. When you complain, you're reactionary. When you're proactive, you are finding solutions. That's the difference. Mm. All right, so I'm gonna move on. All right, the third article. Rather, your second article is titled, it's by TMZ, T like Todd, M like Matt, Z like Zebra. Jamie Foxx praises Michael B. Jordan, Just Mercy for Elevating Culture. Jamie Foxx, quote, Just Mercy, end quote, is important for our culture. So is Michael B. Jordan. 
Jamie Foxx says, quote, Just Mercy, end quote, the movie he stars in with Michael B. Jordan is more than just a movie because it's inspiring some real-world change for the better. We got the actor who plays wrongly condemned death row inmate Walter McMillian in the film Outside Mr. Child Monday Night in Beverly Hills. He tells us since the movie, which is based on a true story, came out, 100 lawyers have gone to Alabama to work pro bono to save people from death row. Jamie says it's no coincidence they're following in the footsteps of the film's hero, Brian Stevenson, a lawyer and social justice activist played by MBJ, end quote, just mercy, end quote. Fox says the role speaks volumes about Jordan's commitment to elevating black culture. As Jamie puts it, Michael B. Jordan can do any movie he wants, but he chooses ones that speak to his people and shine a light on important issues. Fox says there's still a lot of work to be done, and despite criticism, it's still important to do the, quote, the slave movie, end quote, watch and let him explain. The end of this article. Very good. Mm-hmm. And offers a solution. We need to focus on the positive images that have surfaced within our community. And if we focus on them, then we can do more positive things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I want to um, all right, read next uh, connection to uh, Just Mercy. All right. I'm going to read. Um, the book, and here's where I found a connection. All right, it's going to start on page 9 and then page 11, what I had underlined. It's where Henry is an inmate that uh, Brian Stevenson uh, meets in the jail. He looked immediately familiar to me like everyone I've grown up with, friends from school, people I played sports or music with, someone I talked to on the street about the weather. The officer seemed to sense that both the prisoner and I were nervous and to take some pleasure in our discomfort, grinning at me before turning on his heel and leaving the room. I'm Henry, he said. Oh, yes, sir. The lawyers at SPDC sent me down to tell you that they don't have a lawyer yet. I mean, we don't have a lawyer for you yet but you're not at risk of execution any time in the next year. We're working on finding you a lawyer, a real lawyer, and we hope the lawyer will be down to see you in the next few months. I'm just a law student. I'm really happy to help, I mean, if there's something I can do. No, sir. Oh, I'm just say The man interrupted my chatter by quickly grabbing my hand. I'm not going to have an execution date any time in the next year. No, sir, they said it would be at least a year before you get an execution date. Those words didn't sound very comforting to me, but Henry just squeezed my hands tighter and tighter. Thank you, man. I mean, really, thank you, explanation point. This is great news. His shoulders unhunched, and he looked at me with intense relief in his eyes. Within an hour, we were both lost in conversation. We talked about everything. He told me about his family and he told me about his trial. He asked me about law school and my family. We talked about music. We talked about prison. We talked about what's important in life and what's not. I was completely absorbed in our conversation. 
We laughed at times, and there were moments when he was very emotional and sad. We kept talking and talking, and it was only when I heard a loud bang on the door that I realized I'd stayed way past my allotted time for the legal visit. I looked at my watch. I've been there three hours. The guard came in, and he was angry. He smiled at me. You should have been done a long time ago. You have to leave. He began handcuffing Henry, putting his wrists together behind his back and locking them there. Then he roughly shackled Henry's ankles. The guard was so angry, he put the cuffs on too tight. I could see Henry grimacing with pain. I said, I think those cuffs are on too tight. Could, can you loosen them, please? I told you, you need to leave. You don't, have, you don't tell me how to do my job. Henry gave me a smile and said, it's okay, Brian. Don't worry about this. Just come back and see me again, okay? Let's give it down. Just come back. And that's it. And I'm going to read the summary. From one of the most brilliant and influential lawyers of our time comes an unforgettable true story about the redeeming power of mercy. Brian, spelled B-R-Y-E-N, Stevenson, was a gifted young attorney when he founded the Equal Justice Initiative, a legal practice dedicated to defending the poor, the wrongly condemned, and those trapped in the furthest reaches of our criminal justice system. One of his first cases was that of Walter McMillian, a young man sentenced to die for a notorious murder he didn't commit. The case drew Stevenson into a tangle of conspiracy, political machinations, and legal brinksmanship and transformed his understanding of mercy and justice forever. The end of the summary. All right. Um, questions? Comments? Remarks? In that order. Any questions first? Any comments? Any remarks? Warrior's Queen, what would you like to say in response to what you read? Well, I don't have any comments, but I read it. Well, yeah, I do. What I just read was medicine for both Brian and Henry. They were each other's medicine. Yeah, so sorry about when I said I didn't have any comment, but yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Um, what name or word can you give us for that when two people are each other's medicine? Oh, wow, that's a tricky one. And uh, that was just something you have to, you know, I would have to think of. That's why I was keeping it mm-hmm. simple. And that's why I was calling it, you know, the medicine here. Mm-hmm. I think of words like synergy is one that comes to mind because it's like the two worlds coming together. There's this um, harmonious chord that exists Mm -hmm. and both are in sync. So that means you're on each other's frequency. Mm -hmm. And that's something that should happen in our universe, it should be happening right now. Um, teamwork actually is the is the um, is one of the names given for that. When people are working 
towards one goal and objective. Although they are two different persons, they have one mind. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I understand. You know what? I had seen that too with two different people, and they had mm-hmm. talked, uh, they talked at different times, but their thinking was like minded. Yeah. And I think when mm-hmm. that happens, um, there's a certain energy that goes forth. Like I called it synergy. And I shared at the mm-hmm. beginning, I don't know if you were on yet, where you was queen, but the word I gave was symbiotic, right? And I said the um, coronavirus and COVID-19 are symbiotic. And I'm, I'm going to give that definition again in case you may need it. It means involving interaction sure. between two different organisms. Involving interaction between two different organisms, living in close physical association. So I said actually that I believed coronavirus and COVID-19 were not the same, but they were both active mm-hmm. right now. And then I gave the word symbiotic, not really knowing the definition was what it was. I was thinking something totally different. And then when I looked it up and read it on the air, I said, oh my God, that's exactly what I meant. They're not the same. I was literally describing them as two different things. And then when I looked up, I said, I want to see what the CDC is saying about COVID-19. And with the CDC gave was that coronavirus always existed, but not COVID-19. COVID-19 is a new strain. So in other words, coronavirus had a baby. (laughs) Oh, snap. And I don't know who coronavirus, which germ or bacteria coronavirus got impregnated. (laughs) Or maybe it was just induced by human <laughs> manipulation. But coronavirus no, gave birth like- COVID, COVID-19. So now we have mm. this new strain of coronavirus. So it's like, this is what happens with viruses. They do. They can mm. duplicate. And then they can yeah. uh, mutate and form into something totally new. And I think that's what happened. It was like coronavirus gave birth to this super virus <laughs> that is just going rogue right now. It's going rogue on humanity. And we're the target actually because it's saying they're saying that it's not damaging any other life but us. So it yeah, that's what somebody had pointed out. Yeah, and we were the targets. We have to defend ourselves. And it's our body. That and keep, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. keep your immune system built up. That's your best defense. Dr. Paul Hawkins said. Keep our biosphere healthy. Mm-hmm. And we should have nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. I think it was Dr. Phil. He said, "This too shall pass." Mm-hmm. 
But we know the first person that sung it was James, the Reverend James Cleveland. <laughs> it was an actual song. I've had heartaches like this before, and disappointments by the school. <clears throat> I can't sing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the chorus of the song was the sun will shine it can rain all the time and then the, those clouds of gray will soon have to pass away 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 and it was all about you know what you're going through it won't last this too shall pass. So that's the message I want to send out there to everybody. This too shall pass. That was one of my favorite songs I remember as a child. A lot of church choirs would sing it. And it just really stuck with me because it's a positive um, energy with it. And it's encouragement. You know, don't be discouraged by what you see because it's temporary. And that was the message. And there's several verses to that song. I mean, they're really, really uplifting. If you really hear that song, you can go on YouTube and type in This Too Shall Pass uh, by Reverend James Cleveland, and you will hear the full song. And there's a message. And it's quite uplifting. All righty, I'm going to continue on, just glorious queens of poor. And the final uh, article, you know, under the literature section is I'm going to read Turtle Island Native American Folklore um, of the Iroquois Myth of you know, Creation. And it's from Wikipedia. Turtle Island is a name for the earth or for North America used by many Native Americans and First Nations people and by indigenous rights activists. The name is based on a common Native American creation myth, Iroquois. According to Iroquois oral, oral tradition, quote, the earth was the thought of a ruler of a great island which floats in space and is a place of eternal place, of eternal peace, sorry. Sky Woman fell down to the earth when it was covered with water, or more specifically, when there was a, quote, great cloud sea, end quote. Various animals tried to swim, pardon me, in the bottom of the ocean and bring back dirt to create land. Muskrat succeeded in gathering dirt, which was placed on the back of a turtle. This dirt began to multiply and also caused the turtle to grow bigger. The turtle continued to grow bigger and bigger and the dirt continued to multiply until it became a huge expanse of land. Thus, when Iroquois cultures refer to the earth, they often call it Turtle Island. That's it. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. Let me continue on. Here's, some, here's a connection. According to Converse and Parker, the Iroquois faith shared with Hinduism and other religions the, the quote, belief that the earth is supported by a gigantic turtle, end quote. In the Seneca language, the mythical turtle is called 
Hanuna, while the name for an everyday turtle is Hanoa. All right, and that's the end of the Iroquois section. What was that? I couldn't hear you in the background. Oh, I simply said, good job. Good job. All right, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, that is a legend, a legendary uh, Mm -hmm. tale of how Turtle Island came into being. And I don't think everybody knew that information. So thanks for sharing. You're welcome. All right. The next section is uh, shows. And the first uh, one is Brave Star, the Wrong Hands episode. Summary. Warrior alien race known as Krang, spelled K-R-A-N-G, creates a doomsday laser weapon. In the messages, the first one, Brave Star, he'll use it to destroy every civilization except his own. The second message is from Doc Clayton. Sooner or later, they'll fight over who controls the power, and they'll use it to destroy each other. Mm. You know, that's been predicted about this country, too. Mm. That it was a two-headed snake, and it was going to devour itself. And that actually Mm. represented two parties, the Republican and Democrat. (laughs) Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> I think I think Abraham Lincoln said that that might have been one of the reasons why he was assassinated. <laughs> and and he also said the house divided against itself cannot <laughs> So I'm sure they Aesop said that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so I'm sure that's why it had a lot to do why Abraham Lincoln was assassinated. <laughs> they wanted to shut him up. They got sick and tired of him. <laughs> Talking about the, the, the fact that this nation has, yeah, at, at the top is some corruption going on and it's that struggle within that's killing Congress softly, you know? That inner struggle you got Killing to the <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, that's wrong. Killing Congress softly. And, and the sad part about it is, um, I think this is the worst. It's actually come to a head. The, the struggle, the battle, the war, the conflict from within the house. And um, how this thing ends, I don't think it's going to be a pretty picture. And I'm glad Mm. President Obama and his wife, though, I'm glad that they were in before all of this. And so we have a legacy of something that was stable that we saw with them and Mm. positive for the people. Um, Because after them, now what we're seeing, we we actually have a warmonger at the helm as the commander in chief. He said he loved war. And I think that his actions are speaking that. And for the most part, what can we do? But as a nation, 
assert ourselves in terms of when it's time to vote, go to the polls. And now it's almost like, I'll be honest, um, what came to my mind today, I didn't want to say this, but I need to. Uh, when I was 18 years old, one of my required readings was Karl Marx and the um, Communist Manifesto. I still have that book to this day. I refused to give it up, even after the course was over. Um, what it talks about in that book is scary, but what it talks about and exposes in that book and what Karl Marx literally did, um, what I'm seeing right now that's going on with the quarantine, with the uh, national truth coming in, with the possibility of a lockdown and Stafford Act and all of these things, it's just saying to me, we have a commander in chief and he has a, he's in there for a reason. And I don't think his plan coincides with all of Congress, no. But I think he has a plan for America that's not American. And I think it is mm -hmm. one where it will be quite similar to Karl Marx's world. And as far as the Communist Manifesto, what that dictates. And I think we should be concerned. I don't recommend that we panic with all that's happening. I do think that this thing that's happening now is a way of depopulation and it's also a way to control the masses because we all have to mm -hmm. stay in our house. Um, we have a curfew, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Um, a lot of stores are forced to close. That means less hours, that means less pay, that means eventually the economy gets hit because there's some, um, organizations or corporations that are literally closed for about a full month, extended month now. Um, the president announced that. So if we can't see, this is leading to a stock market crashing, an economy that's going to literally weaken and near closely decimate. And we're talking about things getting very, very grim in terms of people and resources here. And that's threatening because looters, they are saying that's why they have the National Guard called in and all now in most states because looting will happen. Well, the only reason why looting is gonna happen is you're, now you're talking about cutting off people's food source. Mm -hmm. Food stamps, cutting off their food source. When people don't have food and you need food to live, you have to be able to eat to live, then what are you doing? You're literally imposing that people become desperate and they are mm -hmm. going yeah. to do things they don't normally do for sake of, mm -hmm. I gotta feed my child, I have to feed my household, I have to eat to live. My mom, my grandma, whomever I'm a caretaker to has to have food. So this is literally an environment that is going to turn the America that we had seen into this, what would be classified third world country type climate where 
it's either kill or be killed. Mm -hmm. I have to steal to eat because I have to eat to live. And this is not a good thing. Especially when you take into consideration we already had a high crime rate in America. And especially with guns and gun violence. I believe they showed a gun mm -hmm. store about two weeks ago. And right before the gun store closed, they had the lines was wrecked around the block. Right away, mm -hmm. people thinking what? I'm gonna have to get mine. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to strap. I'm gonna have to be strapped because it's gonna be bad out here. Right away, people thinking violence is the answer. Having a gun is how I'm gonna be able to survive this. That's not okay. It's not okay. But this is the way of the jungle. <laughs> that song, Welcome to the Jungle, <laughs> comes to mind. I mean, it's getting to be a jungle out here for real. Like Curtis both said, it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. That's how it's becoming now. And I don't think everybody is ready for that. For what's coming. I don't think so. I really don't think so. And we really need to prepare ourselves. I believe it was Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five. I'm, uh, I want to say some of the, just some of the, uh, the lyrics, because it, it really makes you think. Here it is. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. My brother's doing bad. Stole my mother's TV. Says she watches too much. It's just not healthy. All my children in the daytime, Dallas at night. Can't even see the game or the Sugar Ray fight. We can't. Sports is off now. They took sports away from us. They closed the uh, no dining in in the restaurants. I mean, come on, you know, people ain't gonna be able to make it. Uh, the bill collectors, mm -hmm. they ring my phone and scare my wife when I'm not home. Got a bum education, double digit inflation. Can't take the train to the job. There's a strike at the station. Come on, you know, they're gonna be striking soon. Because they changing the hours and stuff. Um, Leon King Kong standing on my back, can't stop to turn around, broke my sacrilac, <laughs> a mid-range migraine, concerned membrane, sometimes I think I'm going insane, I swear I might hijack a plane, I mean seriously, people are going to go there at the edge, you on edge, mm -hmm. don't push me because mm -hmm. I'm close to the edge, I'm trying not to lose my head. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. And that's how it is. A child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. God is smiling on you, but he's frowning too, because only God knows what you'll go through. You'll grow in the ghetto, live in a second rate, and your eyes will sing a song called Deep Hate. The places you play and where you stay looks like one great big alleyway. You admire all the number book takers. 
thugs, pimps, and pushers, and the big money makers driving big cars, spending 20s and 10s. And you'll want to grow up to be just like them, huh? Smugglers, scramblers, burglars, gamblers, pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers. You say, I'm cool, huh? I'm no fun. But then you wind up dropping out of high school. Now you're unemployed, all non-void, walking around like your pretty boy Floyd. Turn stick up, kid. But look what you done did. Got seen up for an eight-year eight -year bid. Now your manhood is took and you're a Maytag. Spend the next two years as an undercover fag. Being used and abused to serve like hell. Till one day you was found hung dead in the cell. This is, wow, deep, 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 deep. It was plain to see that your life was lost. You was cold and your body swung back and forth. But now your eyes sing the sad song. Oh, how you lived so fast and died so young. So don't push me because I'm close to the edge. It's going to get like that now. People are going to be on edge because they don't know mm -hmm. how they're going to afford this cost of living. Because when your jobs are not going to be the regular jobs like they once were and you were making a certain amount and you had certain number of hours, now your hours are cut back and your business cannot stay open the full hour schedule. So your business is hard hit. So that means you're gonna get it too. I mean, it's gonna get it's gonna get tight. It's gonna get tight, and the people that once could afford a certain status or cost of living, they're not going to be employed and able to afford it. It's gonna get it's gonna take two incomes. It's gonna take people having that degree and being able to afford to live with it. That's how things are gonna get. And we need to be ready. We really do, we need to be ready. It's just crazy. It's, it's you know, a lot of people didn't see this coming. Then some people said they saw this coming way back in the 60s and the 50s. Then there's those that said they saw it in the 80s and they already started living like a survivalist. They were stocking up on canned goods, stocking up on water. So there's some people that were already prepared for this. They, I remember going and, and visiting and they actually had information about this. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing a full video on this. They showed people how to stock things up and pack them up. So you could have them for store in storage and they would stay fresh for long periods of time, whether they were perishable or non-perishable goods. They actually showed bunkers, showed how you could dig down into the ground and you could form a little like cavern or, or a bunker type <laughs> of a tunnel and things where you could live underground in, in case there was some sort of a uh, hazard, chemical uh, hazard that would be above the ground and you couldn't breathe in the air. Some people have had gas masks. Some people have had those aluminum hats, 
to protect against radiation. There's some people that don't own microwaves. They believe microwaves have always been toxic. There's people that have been using toaster ovens for years. Aside from a regular stove in the oven, they use that too. There's some people that have been doing a lot of things. Some people don't even own cell phones because they believe that there's a certain amount of radiation that cell phones dispel or emanate that's harmful, which can cause cancer and tumors and things. So we just have to know we are in a world. It's not perfect. We live on a planet that has become polluted. This planet is in its core, still good. And there's a lot of rich riches in the earth as well as a lot of healthy properties and nutrients that are good for our bodies, which came from the earth. But what we've got to do is detox because there's been things released into the air, into the water that contaminates both and makes this climate or environment one that is toxic. So we have to detox. Every day, go through a detox. Some people do a little vinegar um, and drink it for about two hours, don't eat anything. Some just drink water every three hours to flush things out of your system. I do recommend your hot herbal teas with ginger and honey, but also the, all of the herbs are good ones. Echinacea, you can make a tea from that. You can make a tea with turmeric and cinnamon. And I do recommend that you have your tea warm and Honey, this is what I wanted to share today, Warriors Queen, if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm listening. Yeah, because honey has a lot of natural antibodies in it. And, you know, a lot of people don't know that. Raw honey. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to share that one second. Raw honey is anti or antibacterial. It's antifungal. And it's antimicrobial. So right now, if you have honey in stock, you are doing so good. You have no idea. Honey fights bacteria mm -hmm. in many ways. Utilizing polyphenols, naturally occurring hydrogen peroxide, and the process of osmosis to destroy bacteria and prevent the formation of bacterial communities and networks. Very good information to know. And what sickness does honey cure? Since ancient times, honey has been used as both a food and a medicine. It's very high in beneficial plant compounds, and it offers several health benefits. Honey is particularly healthy when used instead of refined sugar, and it is 100% empty calories. Did everybody hear that? 100% empty calories, okay? I want to also share this. Egyptians frequently used honey as a natural antibiotic and skin protectant. Honey can, contains hydrogen peroxide, which may account for some of its antibacterial properties. 
It also has a high sugar content, which can help stop the growth of certain bacteria. Additionally, honey has a low pH level, a low pH level. And I'm gonna share some, some other information. Why is honey a good antibiotic? The healing property of honey is due to the fact that it offers antibacterial activity, maintains a moist wound condition, and its high viscosity helps to provide a protective barrier to prevent infection. The anti or antimicrobial activity in most honeys is due to the enzymatic or enzymatic production of hydrogen peroxide. And I guess some people didn't realize that. Now, does honey kill the staph infection? Researchers singled out three particularly nasty bacteria, two strains of staph bacteria, methicillin, methicillin susceptible, staphylococcus aureus, and MRSA, methicillin resistant Staphylococcus aureus, and one called Pseudomonas aeruginosa. Uh, honey was 73% effective in killing MRSA. That's really high. So honey works, people. Put honey on those cuts after you clean them out. Soap and water and then a little peroxide, I definitely would say. If you don't have any antibacterial ointment, you can just put a layer of raw honey on there, put your bandage on it, and let me tell you something. The honey will draw up any impurities. If there's any infection, it will, will draw it out, and you will heal a lot faster. So we're talking about honey and how it heals because recovery is key. We want to recover. If you are infected, you can recover. So I'm gonna share some more about honey. And I know they have been saying, do not give honey to infants under six months. Um, I think because they're not, their bodies aren't able to break it down yet or something. Um, now, let me share. One more thing, we're talking about honey. Honey, um, okay, to use honey as an antibiotic, apply it directly to the wound or infected area. The honey can help kill off the bacteria and aid in the healing process. If possible, opt for raw honey. There's a certain type of honey, Manuka, which is one of the ones listed as a highly recommended one, M-A-N-U-K-A. This form of honey offers the most health benefits. You can also ingest honey to aid in the treatment of internal infections. <clears throat> and most of us, our parents used to put the honey in the tea when we were younger. We didn't realize then how spot on it was to help to promote a fast recovery. Simply swallow a whole tablespoon or stir it into a warm cup of herbal tea. All right, honey is generally safe to use on the skin or in the body. 
So you should never give honey to an infant under one year. Now it's one year, they say under six months. Instead, consult your healthcare provider for an appropriate alternative. So they're recommending if your child is less than a year uh, to not give them honey. <laughs> you know what? There are some old school medicine women and medicine men that ain't hearing that. <laughs> oh boy. So I'm going to say, yes, babies younger than one year old, they say should not have honey. Because they say it can cause infant botulism. Because Clostridium bacteria can cause infant botulism. Okay, so they're saying don't give any child under one year old honey. However, there is a moisturizer that contains honey for babies with eczema. It's called eczema honey. And you can put it on the skin and it supposedly heals. Well, I think honey is good for any skin condition, whether it's eczema, bad acne, because you can make a paste out of honey in oatmeal and put it on your face and sit it on there overnight if you have bad acne, a bad breakout and rash, and it will heal it. Um, when can babies eat honey? Is it safe to give my baby honey? I mean, people are asking so many questions about that because it changed. Now they're saying five honey health benefits for children over two. They're recommending the child be at least one if you're giving them honey or um, over one. So we just have to be alert and make sure when you buy honey, it's 100% organic certified and it's raw you want to get it raw the more raw the more nutrients that promote good health are in it so that's my spill for tonight sage the page poet host of the exceptional school show has said her last Speech. And I hope that you took down notes from it because it was shared with the best of intentions. And listen, we've got to keep everybody alert at this time and awake and informed because there's so much going on. And we don't want any casualties. We want everybody to mm -hmm. be well, right? So Warrior is Queen, I'm handing you your hat and your coat. It's a little chilly outside before we exit the building. I done put my hat on, I done put my coat on, I done laced my shoes. <laughs> I'm prepared to go <laughs> home and I know you ready to go home. The moon is up. <laughs> it's not like the sun is coming back up. Yeah, I'm gonna get yeah, um, I got my, yeah, thanks for my coat and my hat and my boots and scarf. You are welcome. So home so now I'm handing you the mic. Moon out. Huh? I'm handing you the mic because it is your moment now before we close out for tonight. 
All right, thank you, Sage. This is Warriors Queens of Poor Settlement. Yeah, and I am going to continue the rest of the uh, anti-Trump art warriors resistance medicine next time. I'm glad I was able to cover, you know, what I did. And so to everybody, I'm going to say Donata Gahani until next time. Be safe. Yes, thank you so much for that. Thank you. I, I meant to say I was done, but the moon phase for tonight, because I want to, I, I like talking about the moon phase because I do a lot of study of it. The moon today is in a waxing crescent phase. A waxing crescent is the first phase after the new moon and is a great time to see the features of the moon's surface. During this phase, the moon can be seen in the western sky after the sun hits the horizon at sunset. So don't forget tonight's phase is the waxing crescent phase of our moon. Yes. Peace and blessings. Good health to all. And let's be healthy. Awake. <laughs> um, and for those, oh, there's a movie. I almost forgot my mentor shared this with me. There's a movie you must see for anyone that has access uh, to Netflix or even YouTube should have it. You might have to pay to download it, but the name of the movie is called The Green Soyant, S-O-L-I-E-N-T. I repeat, The Green Soyant, Soylent. And it's S-O-L-I-E-N-T. I was advised by my mentor to see it. I was told that what's happening in New York City right now, that movie literally made it art depicts life. And this movie came out in the year 1973. 1973. And what's so ironic is that's the year I was born. <laughs> But she told me, she said, you got to see this movie because what's happening in New York right now is going to make more sense. And it literally was in New York where all that happens in that movie, too. The Green Solient, S-O-L-I-E-N-T. So I'm recommending that as a must-see movie for anyone that is looking for a good movie while we're all having to stay inside <laughs> for most of the night today now so please treat yourself while you're inside while you're in and working from home because i've been working from home now since march mm -hmm. 18th, and it's been quite an experience and working from home <laughs> i have hours to fulfill my work hours and then i'm reporting in to my boss tomorrow we have a staff meeting at 1 uh, 11 o'clock i think yeah 11 o'clock so interesting because it's video, it's all by video cam. And they always tell you, don't be having your jammies on and make sure you have uh, <laughs> office nine, you know, interrupted when the wife's gonna come in the middle of, <laughs> because then everybody's gonna see. <laughs> so it's quite interesting, but such is life. And life goes on. Uh, ironically, we are adjusting to change, all of us are. But I told someone, I said, we're right now, we're caterpillars inside of a cocoon and we're spinning. And all of this for us, it, it, it's spinning us 
around and around in ways that we never thought we'd take. But at the end, we're gonna come out of this like that butterfly. We're gonna be different, we're gonna be better. And we're gonna be like that butterfly. And we're gonna have superpowers. And we're gonna be able to do some things <laughs> we weren't able to do before. This experience is literally our cocoon and the magic of the cocoon <laughs> is gonna transform us in so many great ways. We're gonna see ourselves flying. So stay encouraged, everybody. Don't take this as a bad. This is actually good for us. Good medicine. It's good medicine. And we'll all understand how good it is at the end of this. And another thing, a song to check out. If you have never heard this song before, if you have heard it in the past, it's called Orange Moon by Erica Badu. It's just one of the best jazzy songs by her. And it's really cool. And think of the harvest moon, which is this bright orange moon. And the reason why it's that color is it literally is reflecting the light from the sun. Amazing, amazing song. But anyway, peace and blessings to everybody. Thanks again, Warrior Supreme, for all of the, the, the articles you shared and the information and the quotes and the insight that you provided as well, because that's what's needed right now. And it's gonna inspire and uplift us as we're continuing on through this experience here in the US. And we're coming out of this, a new creature with superpowers, better than we were when we first got into this situation. <laughs> and, We'll all know a lot more. We'll all know a lot more about everything when we get through this. I'm telling you, it's gonna take us to the next level, people. Let's go there. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. All right. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.